before he gets started, I do want to say that I like the Lord. Yeah. And I appreciate all his blessings on you. Amen. If I take a sciences last week, he'll, he'll take first part this week. He said, I can't, can't come back and ask him, ask him now because I have to take a sciences when I come in. Bless the Lord. I don't know what we'll do with this. And I, don't, I don't think it'll turn into preaching, so I'll just let Brian get ready and preach. But uh, one thing that's been on my mind, I wanted to say this, and I, I meant to say it earlier and I forgot. Uh, talk about Jason Pim. He told me when we was out visiting, he told me that some guy actually came up to him at work. He was a Hispanic uh, guy. And Jason said, you know, from what I understand, most of them are Catholic. But that guy came up to Jason because they knew Jason was a churchgoer and, yeah. and everything. And they wanted, he wanted a little bit more information. So Jason witnessed to him. And stuff, and I told Jason, I said, "Well, that guy's looking for something." Amen. I said, "You keep talking to him. Yeah. He, he's look, he's looking for something. Because yeah. hardly ever do you get somebody to come up to you. That's it's right. usually the other way around. We have to go up to them." Yeah. I told him, I said, "I said, well, just keep, you know, keep talking to him. Just let him, let him know everything." So, so y'all, y'all remember remember him in that situation too, and pray for him. And uh, if you would go ahead and uh, get your Bibles out, turn to Hebrews chapter twelve. This familiar scripture. Been thinking about it and going back and forth in my mind, different places. I posted, or someone posted a verse I can't remember now on the, the group chat about the Ephesians chapter 2. Well, they're saved by grace and all works, lest he mention those. Thinking about that chapter, was thinking about it. And I know brother, brother Dale, father in law, you know, he. That's one of his favorite yeah. scriptures. He'll yeah. go around quoting it all the time. Yeah. And, uh, I'm starting to like it myself when you start listening to it. Uh, we'll look at Hebrews uh, chapter 12 and verse 1 there. And it says, Wherefore, seeing we also have been passed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and was set down at the right hand of the throne of God. This life that we're in, you know, we, we can we can look at it as a race. But it's not it's not just a sprint race. It's not it's not a sprint. Like most people, you know, when those little kids are growing up and little kids will say, Well, here I'm I'm going to race you, and you'd, you'd pick a starting point, and you'd pick an ending point, and you'd just run as hard as you could. But this life that we're in is not a, a sprint. It's a full-fledged race. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't start off, and, you know, there's there's so many times, especially in my life, you know, where, where I treated it more like a sprint. You know, I, I worked hard. To go, you know, I was, I was on fire when I when yeah. I first got saved. When I first got to call to preach, I was on fire. Yeah, yeah, sprinting and sprinting and sprinting, but I didn't pace myself. Yeah, you know, I know that sounds weird, but but I I I, I let the devil get on me, and then you get burned out. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you're trying to sprint, you're trying to sprint. But so, but this this race, you know, it's a race of faith. And we can describe it in three modifying statements. It's it's one, it's to be run by laying aside every weight. And this refers to anything that weighs one down. Mm-hmm. These things must be removed from the faithful Christian. And like I said, this and this may just all be for me. That y'all I hope y'all get something out of it, but I know I know for me, it's gonna be something for me. That these weights, they could be the material possessions, they could be family ties, they could be love and comfort. Mm-hmm. So many times you know, it's, it's so easy to get in our comfort zone and you come in, sit on your bench, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm in my comfort zone. But then when the Lord nudges you to do something, you know, he say, hey, get out of that comfort zone. Yeah. Get out of that comfort zone. And that, that's a weight. 
Yeah. And we have to we have to get out of our comfort zone. You know the um, you know, let, let's just say Brian Brian stayed use this example because it's fresh in our mind. What if Brian didn't open the doors of the church Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. You know, me and Heather wouldn't have moved. Mm -hmm. You know, we wouldn't have joined. Jason and he wouldn't have joined. Mm -hmm. You know, then then say we waited and then maybe Brian thought, well, I'll do it, do it at a later time. Mm -hmm. Well, at that later time, mm -hmm. one, that later time may have not ever come. That's right. But then second, the Lord may not have been on us as hard. Amen. You know, we're the, Amen. the or on the other side, the devil would have got on to yeah. us and told us then said, see, you know, you, you was thinking you wanted to join that church. That that yeah. That's not the church you're supposed to be at. Yeah. The devil the devil will get on yeah, you. Yeah he will. I promise you. Yeah he will. If if the devil if the devil is not on you or don't get get on you, you're not doing something right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. I, I can be honest with you that there was a time the devil left me alone. Yeah. I promise you. He he left me alone. My life you know, it wasn't it wasn't perfect, but my life was smooth. Didn't have the trials and temptations because I wasn't doing what the Lord wanted me to do. Yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I could. Right. You know, I I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I read I read a book one time. One of the one preacher friends gave me, and they had a story about a man that was fighting his call to preach, mm -hmm. and he went to he went to his pastor and he was talking to his pastor, and he said, he said what. How, how do you go about it? How do you know if the Lord's really calling you to preach? And the pastor told him, he said, you try to find anything else that will satisfy you, and if it fulfills you and keeps you satisfied, then you weren't supposed to be called to preach. Mm -hmm. And that's usually how it is in any service. Mm -hmm. You know, if the Lord's calling you to do something, if you can go out and find some other means to satisfy that, that pull, that string, then that's not <laughs> the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I bet you, 99.99999% of the time, you're not going to find that thing that's going to satisfy That's right. You can, you can find it all you want to, but you're, you're not truly going to be happy. Amen. You, you won't be truly happy if you keep running from the Lord. Amen. And so we got to set away these, these weights. I told you, the my biggest biggest weight, you know, is, is like time management, TV, Facebook, anything like that. That's, that's a big... That's one of my biggest weights. It may not be y'all's, but it's one of my biggest weights. But here lately, it's it's the schoolwork. It seems like I never, I never get caught up. You know, it's yeah. my last semester at Northeast, so you know I'm getting excited. Yeah. But then I'm also stressing over it because I've got this online class and it's constantly. Mm -hmm. I got to do that work. Got to do that work. Got to keep up the work. But like I said, it's it's supposed to be hard. That's you know that's the way it is. Yeah. You know your your life ain't your life ain't gonna be easy by no means. A second statement is, is to be run by putting off entangling sin. Mm -hmm. And this seems to refer to the one sin above all others that defeats a person. And this is different from everybody. It's the sin that a, in, in any form, any form of sin. But the, the biggest sin is the sin of unbelief. Mm -hmm. And we must have complete confidence that the life of faith is sure to win. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. I love, I love Sister Abby, and, and I loved her testimony Sunday night. Okay. You know, I, I, I loved it because cause she she was talking to me, too. There was times that yeah. my faith wasn't where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I worry sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, about just different things. You know, when you when you get through and you're, you're paying your bills and all this stuff, and you're like, oh, man, this month, hit us hard, you know, had had an extra unexpected bill somewhere and you're sitting there it's like, okay, well we gotta pay it and what are we gonna do to get us by till next payday? Mm -hmm. You know? I mean luckily, praise the Lord, I've been blessed that we've always had a little bit of extra to get by. Now we might not be able to go out and eat steaks and everything every night of the week, but we made it by. We we never Amen. went without food. Amen. Always had a house a, a roof over our head, had heat, water Stuff like that, you know. So, so we've been blessed. But it's that that sin, you know, we got to get the sin out of our lives. Yeah. Last Wednesday night, you know, we had had a really good service. A bunch of people, and I, I, I truly believe that a bunch of us released that sin. That's right. We Amen. Go with it. Amen. I know I did. You know, and and I I, I really truly 
I loved the service. Yeah. That Wednesday night. Yeah. I was so excited, you know, when we got, you know, like that night when we first got here, you know, I, I felt something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know it was going to be like it was. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Why shouldn't we expect something? Amen. Why, why shouldn't we? Yeah. When we come to the house of God, why should we not expect something good Amen. to happen? Amen. You know, he, he, he gives us, I, I believe, I believe in these services that we've been having, these, these wonderful services that he's, he, it's, it's not truly heaven, but it's a glimpse of heaven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because, because we'll, we get a little glimpse mm-hmm. and we can't truly know what heaven's like because our mind, our, our brains can't fathom it. Yeah. We can't, you can't imagine what heaven's going to be like, but I believe he gives us a little glimpse of what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. He gives us a chance to, to sit in heavenly places from time to time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the services, they're, Amen. You know, but I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray, sister, that we get Roger here on Wednesday nights. You know, because yeah, they're good. They're good all the time. They're good on Wednesday nights. <coughs> the last statement is, um, and I kind of mentioned this: is to be run with patience. Patience, not an attribute commonly associated with running or racing, that may be better translated as endurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. You know, we can't. It's not a sprint. We can't just start off. You gotta have that pace. If you've ever watched these long, long range runners, you know they they don't start off hot and heavy and stuff. They they pace themselves. Yeah. They, they get a good steady pace because if they if they shoot, use all their energy up at the beginning of the race, then they're lagging way behind at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah, you know, like I said, that's that's kind of where I was. You know, I. I used up everything I had at first, and so I'd start falling back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm praying, thankful. You know, that He's given, He gives us second chances. Yeah, you know, Amen. He, he gives us yeah. enough grace to give us second chances, and He gives us the, the, the past knowledge of what we did wrong, mm-hmm. the mistakes. You know, He He could easily He could easily tell us right then and there. You know, hey, you don't want to do this and stop it. I mean, he could make he could stop us from making mistakes. Mm-hmm. God's got that power. He he can stop us from making mistakes. But I think he allows us to make mistakes so we can learn from them. Yeah. You know, I, I think honestly that you know, because God God can do anything He wants. He's all powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, He can he, he He can make make every one of us worship Him if He wants to. Mm-hmm. But He gives us that free will, that free choice. You know, the, that's you, you think think back to Brian's message. You know why why does God love us? You know why why would He He love us? You you look at your life and you think, man, I'm so unlovable. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's times in my heart, you know, that that I just yes. you know just go ahead and you know why don't you just let me die then? You know. And, Go on, but he he loves us. God loves us. He's the God of love. And if if you really want to know what love is, if 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 you're not saved, you can't you can't love any human being on this earth if you don't know the heavenly love from from your father. You know, I I can say all day long, I love my wife, I love my kids, but when you get that God's love, and then you try showing your wife and kids that God's love, yeah. You know, it, it's a big difference. Amen. In what it is. Amen. This is in. This is in verse. Uh, going back to verse two, there it says that looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, it, it tells us how we're supposed to run the race. But then it tells us what we're looking for at yep. the end of the yep. race. Yeah, you know we're looking we're looking for Jesus. You know back back before Jesus came to this earth, you know we they had the sacrifices set up to where you had to go to the priest and had to sacrifice the different animals. I can't tell you there's there there's a different from what I, from what I can understand there's a different animal for whatever sin you had. And so you know they. You pick out your animal, whatever, and then, then you had the priest go do it for you, basically. 
you know, because only the priest could go into the that behind the veil. But with God now, we can go That's boldly right. to the throne. Amen. We can, we can go petition to Jesus and say, "Look, Jesus, I've I've I failed you, I messed up. Can you please forgive me?" You know, and Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us yes, of yes. our sins. And we're so thankful for that. Amen. If we will, let's uh, flip over. I got one more verse, of, or a couple more. Philippians three and fourteen. Philippians 3.14, it says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, this is this is what we're praying. This is what we're, we're the, the prize, so to speak, the, what we're what we're trying to press, what we're trying to mm -hmm. get. It's the prize of the joy, joyful personal satisfaction of knowing God, as well as the divine commendation and reward to be granted in heaven for having reached this goal. The high calling of, of God is the summons upon his life of his creatures. You know, God, God's got a calling in our life. Mine was, mine was to preach. You know, some of them, some of them may just be to be a Sunday school teacher. Mm -hmm. Some of them may be a song director. You know, we have, we have different callings. But I don't. I don't think really. I don't. I don't think God's ever called anybody to just come in and sit on the bench yeah. and be a spot. There's some something somewhere that that you can do. Yeah. You know, and I liked. I liked the way we went out and did visitations. The way you divided it up. You know, you, you you asked. You asked the people. You know, hey, do you feel heavily to take the kids and watch over them while we go out? Mm -hmm. And then. Then you said we need leaders of the groups that's going to go out. Mm -hmm. Then we need the people to stay here and pray for these groups. Right. You know, each person had a job. Yeah. And if we didn't do that job, then we wouldn't have been as successful as what Amen. we were. Amen. So and that's that's the way that's the way this this whole our whole life works. Because we're supposed to we're we're supposed to work together yeah. with other Christians. You know, and like, and like I told Jason, you know, he he said that guy. Came to me, you know. I, I was excited when you started talking to me. Honestly, I'd I love. I, I I don't know if, uh, you know, getting out and going to visit. You know, that was fun. But I enjoyed getting to spend time with with Jonathan and Jason in the Amen. car, getting to know them and talk to them. Amen. You know. Amen. I enjoyed I enjoyed yeah. that just as much as going out and witnessing That's people. Right. Yeah. You know, because it, it felt good. It you know, getting to talk to other yeah. other Christians and talk about stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and I I, I think. You know, I don't ever. You know, when we start visiting stuff, Jason to me has always been the quiet one. You know, he he's kind of laid back. You know, you can't really kind of hard to hard to talk to him. You know, I didn't know how to approach him and stuff. And then when he just opens up and says, "I had a chance to witness to somebody," man, I was I was excited for him. Amen. Amen. You know, I was Amen. like, man, that's. And that, that's that's good for him because that means he's been letting his light shine. That's right. You know, because that guy knew he was a Christian. Amen. You know, that, that's and and I, I I hope and pray that I'm letting my light shine. That maybe somebody out there, you know, they if they need something, they can come to me and ask me questions Amen. like that. Amen. You know, because that that's very you know, because like I said, the Hispanics are more of the Catholic. Mm -hmm. Then you know, that's from what I understand, most of them believe the Catholic religion. And for them to come out and ask about about Christianity, you know, that's that's a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so Amen. I'm just I'm just hoping he'll you know he'll keep talking to Jason and, and Jason you know can leave to the Lord and stuff. Amen. That, that, Amen. That'd be good. I mean, we need that. We need every lost soul we can get. And then a, one other thought I want to leave with you is in the Galatians five and seven. If you want to turn there. It was talk, talking about this this race, you know, Galatians five and seven. It says, "Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth?" Mm. Well, it's pretty simple right here. You know, you start off, you was running, you was running good. You was running, you was running yeah. well. You know, you you was doing it. You you was, was working. Yeah. And I guess this one means more to me than anything else. It's yeah. like you ran well. Yeah. And that little that little semicolon right there, little piles that says, "Who did hinder you? What's the, yeah. right. What what stopped you?" That's right. That's good. Yeah, and, and that's 
mainly myself stopped me. Yeah. You know? I mean, I could sit back and I could blame it on the devil. You know, the devil got on me and tempted me and all that stuff. But he, all he can do is tempt you. He can't make you do it. That's right. You know, That's you're right. the one. You're the one that has the final say so. Amen. You know, I decided. I decided to to quit standing up and preaching and testifying and got lazy about going to church. You know, I'm the one that I'm the one that when the alarm clock went off on Sunday morning, I hit that little snooze button and just slept through the yeah. through the service and thought, well, you know, I'll get them next week. Yeah. You know, I'm the one that did that. I can't I can't blame nobody else. Bless you, brother. But we, you know, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Yeah. Amen. Well, the truth, the truth is, Jesus is God. And Jesus is the way. You know, yeah. that's 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 our truth. Yeah. We can't. You you can't you can't take away from you can't take away from the gospel and you can't add to the gospel. You know, we, you know, it, it is what it is. That's right. Jesus says it. It's done. You can go back to Revelation. You can read Revelation. Everything. I I, I truly believe it. I can't. I may not understand the whole whole book of Revelation. I can sit there and I can read it, and I may not understand it. And you think about all these seals and these horsemen coming out, and you get into it, and you're like, man, you know, is that really going to happen? You know, my mind can't, I can't imagine seeing these horsemen come out, because I'm I'm picturing somebody on a on a horseback on a horse and riding alone. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Bible says it's going to happen, so you know it may happen, but my mind, I just can't imagine that. You know, but we can't, you know, the, the Bible tells us what's going to happen in time. Yeah. You know, he tells us he's going to come back for his bride. We're going to, you know, he'll, he'll call us That's up right. there. Amen. You know, we can't, we can't add to it. We can't take away from it. And all we got to do is just run. We got to run the race. That's right. You know, run Amen. the race that he puts before us. We got to, you got to be ready to, to move, mm-hmm. you know. So, I told Brian, I'll tell, I'll tell y'all. You know, I told him Sunday morning. I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't wait when, when he asked Sharon to come to piano. I couldn't even wait for her to find a song to start playing because I just I knew I had to move. Amen. You know, I, t- I told Brian. I told Brian after after service and stuff. I told him. I said, I said, well, uh, I was when I was getting ready for church that morning. I I didn't didn't had it in my mind, set in my mind. I said, I, I told myself because I knew he opened the doors before, and I thought, okay, this ain't the week after conference. I'd already had it set in my mind. I said, all right, God, if that's where you truly want me. It's funny how we make propositions with God. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like we're we're doubting him. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're saying, hey, if this is where you truly want me, I know you want me there, but I, I'm still I'm still going I'm still going to give you the opportunity. You 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 give me that sign. We we always need the sign. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I, I told him, I said, all right, God, if that if that's where we're supposed to be at. After everything's all said and done, Brian opens the door. I'll move. Amen. And when he got up, and, and, uh, I don't even think, I, I know y'all didn't sing the invitation song. Uh, I think uh, Mason did. And then Mason got through singing. Brian was up there, and, you know, he's getting ready to close. And I was sitting there, and I was waiting. I was like, all right, Lord, he ain't done it yet. I guess this ain't, you know, this ain't it. And then he turned to Sharon and said, Sharon, come to the piano. And I was like, oh, okay, here it is. That's it. it. I got it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny that we we do stuff like that with God. Yeah. 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 I I might be the only one that does it, but no. But I mean, it's it's funny that we we, we ask, we wait for something else to happen before we do what the Lord's telling us to do. That's right. You know, man, Heather. Even before me, I, I talked to Heather about it. You know, like a couple, even I think it was last week sometime. You know, I asked Heather. I said, I said, well, you think this is where we need to be at? You know, you you feel led there? And she's like, well, I just, you know, she's worried because she's like, well, we don't go on Sunday nights, we don't go on Wednesday nights. You know, and Christian, you know, we've we've been going to Henry Baptist, so we've been going to a service on Wednesday night, but we just weren't here. And Heather's like, well, I think I think if you're gonna be a member of a church, you should be faithful mm-hmm. to that church. Mm-hmm. And so Heather Heather talked to Brian about it a couple of times, and you know, me and hers kind of talked about, it, but you know, it just it's just just.
telling you that we we still we we know what God's will is in our lives, but we still try to get out of it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all all about yeah. that comfort. We we yeah we won't be comfortable. You know, we just like I said, we just got to take our take our weights and sell them aside. We got to do what's good with the Lord. And I, I I really do appreciate hearing you know for for coming up with going out business. Yeah. I'm glad he followed the Lord and said, "Hey, instead, instead of going bowling, I mean, hey, I, I would have fun going bowling. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like bowling. You know, it, it'd been fun to go fellowship with y'all and go bowling and stuff. But, but for him to have have the courage to say, okay, this is what God's telling me to do. Forget the bowling. This is what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Amen. Yeah, following the Lord. Amen." You know, that's 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 all that's all we have to do. Yeah. And I love this church. I love the chats. You know, I was sitting there at work, and I was excited about coming in today because because all y'all was posting. You know, Abby, Jonathan's already said. Josh has already said it. But uh, posting, <laughs> posting about a, about a, a, what what's the one thing you know you praise praise God for? Yeah, Amen. You know, and like Josh said, I. I was sitting there and I never did respond because I, I was wanting to come up with that awesome answer. Y'all was wanting to come yeah, up with that yeah. that one one awesome answer that would just be amazing, and I never could come up with it because there was so too much, much. Too much. There's too much. To go Amen. Through. You know, and it's just I, I could never come up with one. I still can't come up with one. But if y'all got time, we we can sit here all night. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we can sit here all night. Yeah. I could sit here all night and tell you all the things I'm thankful for, and that'd probably yes to maybe maybe Sunday morning. You yeah. know, we I, we yeah. might be finished by Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. But then if you if you stop and let someone else go, well then you know, you go on. We, we could go on and on and on. Yeah, because he he's a wonderful God. Amen. You know, he's a wonderful wonderful Father. You know, I'm, and, and you know I'm. Like I said, I'm thankful for those second chances. Yeah. But I'm upset with myself that I'm having to have the second chance. Mm. You know, because I, I think about all the all the blessings I missed out on. Yeah. During that time. Yeah. 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 All you know, and I don't know. I can't. I say right. You know. I want to talk about the first verse that he read. I've been doing what Brian does, breaking it down. Break it down. And, uh, you know, it says, Wherefore, seeing we are so compassed, that means go around and surround, about with such great cloud of witnesses. So we're surrounded by so many people to witness to. And then it goes on to uh, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us. Well, I had to also look that up. Beset, and that is surround and threaten us. And then it's go on and basically tells us, you know, let us run patient the race that is set before us. It didn't say, you know, be quick, hurry. It says patient. And that's what we should do. I like that. Appreciate Nick being obedient, doing what the Lord asked him to do. Amen. Amen. Somebody else got a testimony of something you need to say or do? Yeah, he kept, kept mentioning about Sunday. Man, I loved it. I really did. You know, if you used to tell everyone to pick pick a leader. Well, Jason was supposed to be our leader. Turns out I remember being the leader. He got me out of my comfort zone because I was talking to all of them. Yeah. Except for the last one. That's when, well, the one before last. Jason took over. Yeah. Philip. So, but I mean, I stepped into and took, took my words. But yeah, it took me out of my comfort zone because I was having to not talk to everyone that would answer the door. Yeah. That, that, was, that was something. Yeah. Even the ladies, like, you're kind of nervous, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I'm not nervous. <laughs> Amen. What a good testimony. Somebody else. You uh, long tonight to turn back to the book of Philippians. He led you nearly right there to it. Chapter 4, he's in chapter 3, verse 14. 
Now, I'm going to be in chapter 4, but I want to talk about, if I could, just a moment. I don't know if I'll preach real hard or, or how this will go, but we're just going to mind the Lord and let Him have it. And then we go home and say it's been good if we do what God wants us to do. But He talked about that sprint. That sprint. All day long, I've been thinking about the, the children of Israel. And usually, I do it like this. Up, down. And up, and down. And up, and down. And you can, you can, you can go back and read the, read the Old Testament. When you'll find God called uh, Abraham, well, Abram at the time, he took his nephew Lot with him, and they started going, thinks God was blessed, and things was good, and then, then they had to split up, and Lot goes over and gets himself in all kinds of trouble. Down they go. Right? And then God goes over and he rescues Lot out. His wife dies and all that stuff happens. And, and they kind of come back up. And then God says, I'm going to bless you. I'm, I'm going to multiply you. And I'm going to make a great nation out of you. But they can't be patient. They said, no, we patience. They can't wait. And so they try to have a child a different way. No, here comes down trouble. And then God provides them Isaac. Here it goes. And, and the children of Israel, all throughout the Testament, the whole book of Judges, they get themselves in trouble. God sent a judge in. He'd get them out of it. They'd get themselves in trouble. God sent another judge. Well, that, that lasted for a while. And then, then they started sending prophets. Then they sent them kings. You know, women. You know, like that. Kind of like running. And then, and then out of birth. If I, if I sprinted right now, y'all would y'all know it. Because in a minute, I hadn't, I hadn't got to do any, any exercising lately. Because I'm like Brother Nick doing homework all the time. And, and I'd be out of breath. I'd be and you know what? In our Christian walk, that's exactly what we do. Brother Nick's right on it. He, he's right on the money. We'll hit it hard. We'll be full of energy and full of glory and just going after it. And then the devil will trip us up or we'll trip ourselves up. Those weights and those sins that doth so easily beset us and you said it surround you and it's just getting in your way. There's something that'll get you. Like, right, right. There's things that might get you that might not get me. But there is a sin that will easily beset us, right? Last Wednesday night, we was talking about some of that confession, those things. Those were sins that will easily, easily, they'll get you in a hurry. They'll jump on you, they'll tangle your legs up in a hurry. And, and so we have to be careful because that's what's going to happen. You'll get to go with man feeling good and strong, and then all of a sudden you don't. You find yourself down the bottom of the valley. You find yourself... Without the energy going, you find yourself out of church. You find yourself backslidden. You find yourself staying at home, mashing the snooze button. And I ain't on Brother Nick. I'm on every one of us because every one of us get that same way. Every one of us. And so, all, all, well, really not just today, but this week I've been thinking about that thought of, Lord, what can we do to prevent this? Because I'd like this. Yeah. This ain't new to y'all. Y'all seen that before. I, but 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 the Lord's really begin to work in my mind, my heart, and uh, I listen to a lot of different things and Christian songs and preachers and listen to a lot of different things. Just want to be filled and and uh, I was listening to. I think I, he 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 may be one of the great, greatest preachers, theologians, I don't think he's not even a preacher, that I've heard in a long time, and his name's Jace Robertson. Y'all ever saw Duck Dynasty? He's one of the Duck Dynasty boys, had a long beard and duck, duck calls. And he was speaking to a church, and, and I was just I just wound up, he said, he said let, me, let me explain this whole thing to you, this whole thing to you. I don't know if you've, if you've seen this message of his, I love it, it's really good. You can look it up online. He said, from the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi, the whole from just Malachi. That's a big chunk of it. In my Bible, that's about, or in this Bible here that I'm carrying today, that'd be about. I'll get there, y'all. Hold on. Wrong patient. It said run with patience. Right, right about that. <coughs> that's about that much of it. It's a big section of it. I'm throwing stuff out. That's all right. Y'all be doing that. That means Jesus is coming. It's all right. I didn't know her. 
Jesus is coming, right? And then you read the Gospels. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That means Jesus is here. Right? And then you get to after that in the New Testament, and you got what? He's coming back. All right. So it's all about Jesus, right? He said that, and I was I was listening, and, and uh, he he was preaching or teaching, whatever he called it. I don't know. It was good to me, and uh, and I got to thinking that really is all. It's really important. It's always been about Jesus. So Philippians four. I'm gonna read you just some scripture. I, I don't, I'm not gonna be long, but I want to share something with you that I think will do you some good. It's done me some good. Philippians 4, verse 10. So Paul is under house arrest, uh, probably a really low point in his life. He's, um, he's, been, he's probably at his lowest point maybe at this point in time. Verse 10 says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again. Wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Now, yeah. we've heard that before. Like, be, be satisfied with where you're at. But I took this. The Lord kind of showed me this in a different direction. I really want it always to be like this. Right? Like the straight ups, the... You know, the Wednesday nights, the, the Saturday evenings, the Sunday, you know, the, what am I, this is a spirit, this, but it ain't always like that. Matter of fact, Monday morning, it wasn't like that, right? And so when I read that scripture to be content, I, I, I've preached this before to you, you know, that you ought to be satisfied with what God gives you. He deals with each of us as we have need. He knows exactly what you stand in need of. There's a reason you have the gifts and talents you have, and there's a reason that you don't have these other ones. They wouldn't do you any good, by the way. I seen a picture uh, this week, and it, it showed two people staring at one another, and they both were envying what the other had. Well, think about that. One thought this one had it better than this one, and the other one thought this one had it better than he had. They were both desiring something else. But both what they had was worth desiring. Think about it. What you have is worth having. So think about that. What God's given you is worth having. And where you may think that somebody else has a better place than you have, if you're in Christ Jesus, you have the best. Think about that for just a minute. That ought to get you. That, ought to get you. That's right. that gets me a little bit. Think about that for just a minute. If you realize that you're in Christ Jesus, then you're in the best condition spot that you can be in. You can't get more blessed than in that position. But I begin to think about this to be content. I begin to think about this steady rise. This steady rise, this steady growth, this steady track. This is, I'm not getting off. Brother Jeremy, even though every service we have ain't going to be like the ones we've had, every one of them ain't going to be that way. And every time we knock on the door, we may not be received well every time. And every time we have an altar prayer, people may not fill up this altar every time, but I want to be on a steady rise. In other words, that I'm not going to look back and say, well, what about that other? Why wasn't it that way? No, what we're going to do is press on toward that mark and continue on that rise. It goes on to say in Philippians chapter 4, verse 12, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. He's, he says life is full of these things. There's going to be really high days in your life and there's going to be really low days in your life. There's going to be days when you are truly blessed and days that you need help and you need support from somebody else. But then verse 13 comes. And now, 
he, Philippians 4.13 is, is almost like a standalone verse. Like people want to say it by itself. When you say Philippians 4.13, people are like, yeah, I know that verse. That's my favorite verse. I got that one, you know, written on this and written on that. But it's connected to those other verses. I can't take it out of what it just said. I can't take it out of the contentment. Y'all stay with me. I'm going somewhere. I can't, I can't remove 4.13 from what he's talking about. I can't make it just fit what I want it to say. 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Now, what you ought to got out of that was this, was that the Lord knows the path that you're going to be on. He knows the these. He knows, he knows all about you. He knows where you're going to head, where you're going to go. He knows all those things. What you must understand is, that it is only in Christ Jesus that you can weather the this and turn it into this. Now, I'm going to say something right here. That means in all parts of your life, he can have victory in it. But it also means that you need to give him all parts of your life so that he can have victory. So I've been thinking about something. We had a, we had a fantastic service. Well, I, I, I've told people... Uh, about the services we've been having, I, I just can't help but share. I just I I, oh, I, I feel sometimes like I'm I'm bragging a little bit, and, and and I got to thinking these people might get a little envious. They might begin to feel a little jealous uh, of of what's going on here. And I'll just be honest, people will get jealous, and then they'll begin to say things and talk about you and bad about you. That's a whole different message. I ain't gonna preach that one tonight, but I have been reading on that a little bit, studying about. It. Uh, think about the. Uh, uh, the story of Daniel and the lion's den. There's a reason why they wanted to get rid of that boy. Because the Lord was blessing him. And he was humble and he was honest and truthful. And they wanted to get him out of the picture because they couldn't stand. Anyway, I'm, I said I wouldn't preach that. So I won't preach that to you now. But, but, but let me just say to you this. That, that if we're really going to get where the Lord would have us to be at, we have to be willing to give him all of it. So I thought about these services that we've been having. I thought about uh, the Wednesday night service, and I was telling some folks about that. And, and I said, you know, I really don't know that I have ever been in a service like that before. But Matt, we've been in church together since we were little kids. And I can't remember a service quite like that. I can't. I really can't. I can't put my... I, I really... I, I contemplated it. I, I, I asked some people that have been in church longer than I have. Some's been in church longer than I've been alive. And I said, you ever been in service where people just really, it, it corporately, in a public setting, just said, here's who I am. And, and it's, here's who I am. I'm just laying it out. Here's where I, I'm at, and I want to be better. And and, and I, at the same time, and I'm not saying I don't want nobody to feel like, oh, my, I wish I, that's all I talk about now. But the Lord was in the middle of that. Like I'm talking about, if if I could have visibly seen the Spirit with my eyes, I think it could have happened Wednesday night. Amen. I'm just saying. Brother Nick, he began to talk to his wife, and it was like the holy heavens began to, like a, a beam of light coming out of that ceiling or something. I, I, I can't describe for it, but this is what I got to thinking about. That's, that scripture Brother Nick read to you said that we have to lay aside these things, and we have to be careful about some things. And the Lord began to show me in this scripture as Brother Nick was talking, because I knew where I had to preach at, but I didn't know exactly all the pieces of the puzzle. And as Brother Nick was talking, I began to see a bigger picture that we must be careful to understand that it's not just about the little things about us, but that God wants to fill you completely. In other words, when we find our sufficiency in Christ and in Christ alone, in everything, understand this, each one of us, as we, we've described in that scripture, uh, each one of us has something that we have to lay down. Ain't no, nobody in this house, nobody that's ever lived, not had something that they had to lay down. Let me tell you why. Because you were born a human being. And the Bible says uh, from the old book in Genesis when Eve uh, come in that sin, that that seed of sin followed her. It, it said in your seed, it meant it followed her. So each and every one of us has something 
that we want to lay down. And, and let me just say to you tonight, if you haven't laid it down and given it to Christ, you can lay it down. Uh, you can get rid of it, as happened Wednesday night. You can say, I don't want that anymore. I'm not saying that it won't ever bother you again. I'm not saying the devil won't bring it up before you. But you can give it to God and you can have victory in it. But but, mm -hmm. but, but, but let, let me get further with it. This is where the Lord really wants me to get with you. That's not all he wants. He wants the rest of you. And sometimes what we end up doing is, is we end up so focused on one thing that we forget that there's a whole rest of us. That scripture I read to you, 413, says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And you can. Not anything in this life that you can't do with him. But it also tells me this, that he wants to do all things, listen to me, in me. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. He wants to do all things <coughs> in us. And so the, the, only right, the only way to avoid this was this, this all happened, Israel all happened in the Jesus is coming section. I'm going to tie all that together now. All that happened in the Jesus is coming in section. And then Jesus came. And they walked with him. And what did the disciples do? There's Peter. Uh-huh, right? Up and down, up and down. Cutting the guy's ear off, putting it back on, you know. Y'all with me? I mean, just up and down. Then... Then we get to the New Testament. <coughs> and you know what we find in the New Testament? They some good, they some good, they some bad. What needs to happen? Jesus. Jesus needs to happen. You got a problem? Jesus. Something in your life is just you just don't know how to, that that sin, that weight that's tangled you up with it. It's Jesus. Hey, what are we gonna do tomorrow, y'all? We're gonna invite Jesus in. What are we going to do the next day? We're going to invite Jesus in. What about when the church needs to uh, double in size because y'all filled it up because y'all just won't quit witnessing the people and they just keep coming in the house and filling the place up and they just want to be a part of here? What are we going to do then? Jesus, we're going to let him tell us what to do. <coughs> How are we going to avoid this? Jesus. And that's how you can avoid it, too. So this is what I'm telling you. Anybody, anybody at all struggle with the devil this week? Anybody? Besides Brian. Just wave at y'all. He just come your way. He hit any, I mean, like, trying to sucker punch. I mean, like, he's really, I think he's really trying this week. He is not I'm so thankful, Brother Nick, and you're being just humble and coming up here and saying everything that you said, because because it's what you you didn't say you weren't gonna preach, but I really felt like you did. You had like you had the first half of the message. He's not happy with us. Oh, devil is not happy with us, and he is pushing buttons. He'll push your button. He's trying everything he can right now. Can I tell you? Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. On everybody, listen just for a minute. He don't have to win. You say, but he defeated me. I, I get. Now, hold on. I can do all things through Christ. Which strengthens me. Can I tell you this right now? It ain't always going to be up. He's going to come your way. He's going to make you think, regret. He's going he's to put thoughts in your mind. He's going to try to dissuade us. He's going to try everything he can do to stop what the Lord is doing. But let me just tell you something. Christ has already defeated you. Think about that. He's already been defeated. 
The Bible says in the very first book of the Bible, it begins to talk about Jesus, my Savior. When Adam and Eve's in the garden and he says, look, by your seed, he'll become one that will bruise him on the head. He'll bruise your heel, but you will stomp. That's what he's saying is you will crush him. He is a defeated foe. And, and we can have victory, but we've got to stay in Jesus. We've got to stay in Jesus. Church, let me tell you right now, to reach those people out there, we've got to stay in Jesus. To get them inside here, we've got to stay in Jesus. To see them get saved, we've got to stay in Jesus. To have victory over what's going on inside here and inside this head verse, we've got to stay in Jesus. Amen. That's it. That's it. That, that, nothing else will work. I can't give you some good psychology. We can't come up with a good game plan. We can't put together a good program. We can't do none of those things. They won't work. They might make us feel good. But if we'll get in Jesus, it'll work. It'll work. And when you feel like you're slipping off, ain't you believe? There is one who will help you if you'll go back to him. Listen, we need to keep encouraging one another, praying for one another. Church, I, the only way to push through this and, and to get where we need to be at is Jesus. That's it. There's, that's the only way. We've got to stay with him. We've got to pray through. We've got to keep on with him. Nothing else is going to get us there. And I'm just saying... I see God doing mighty things. You're saying, you, you really see that happen? I say I know who he is. I know who my Bible says he is. I, I know what I've experienced, and I know what I can testify of. I know what we've seen in a short time. I know what I'm telling everybody every chance I get. Listen, that's not about us. It's about Jesus. And he's going to see the next step in this thing if we'll stay with him. But if we try to step out on our own or we let the devil come in our house, be careful. He'll get you. He'll get you in a hurry. He wants you. He's not happy with us. But Jesus has already won the victory. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to stay in him.